Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Big Ten Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. It is Monday, August 31st, and on today's episode, as it is the end of August, tomorrow being September, this would be the portion of the year we would be getting excited for Big Ten football. In fact, the Big Ten's conference-only schedule, when that was announced, Thursday, September 3rd, would have been the opener between Ohio State and Illinois. But instead of crying tears, we won't need to do that right now. We won't go back over that. There was college football this weekend. Did you watch it? Central Arkansas? Austin P. Did you enjoy it? 75-yard touchdown on the first play from scrimmage to start off the college football season at the FCS level? I mean, that was exciting, right? Or were you kind of like me, who was excited to see college football on my TV, excited to see the big plays and the highlights, but also kind of sad at the same point because you realized we wouldn't be getting this in the Big Ten arena this year. There would be no Big Ten football. There would be no Wisconsin 75-yard rushing touchdown. There would be none of that. There would be no big plays coming out of Justin Fields from Ohio State, at least not this fall. So that's kind of how I felt. Just a little bit sad that we wouldn't see that again from the Big Ten. Great to see college football, don't get me wrong. And if that brings you joy, continue on with it. But my allegiance is to the Big Ten. And so to know there is college football at the moment, but not have it being played in the Big Ten Conference, the Conference of Leaders, the Conference of Champions, Our conference, yeah, still kind of sad. I guess I'm still sad. I'll always be sad, I think, until fall 2021. I think that's what I've determined. But we'll make our way through. And part of making our way through, as I've always said, is talking to friends, talking to the community that covers collegiate athletics. And that's what I did on Saturday afternoon with my man CD down in Lafayette, Louisiana, Clint Domingue. Clint, if I said your last name wrong, if it's Domingue or if it's Domingue, I apologize, but regardless, I know him as CD. He brought me on his radio show, 103.7 The Game there in Lafayette, Louisiana, to talk everything Big Ten football. This obviously came the day after Friday afternoon's big news all across the national landscape of college football, saying that the Big Ten was possibly thinking of bringing back football Thanksgiving weekend. All the news with the parents holding their peaceful press conferences and their peaceful protests outside of the Horseshoe in Columbus. We talk about all the big storylines. I go off on some rants. We cover everything you need to know about Big Ten football. Me and my man CD did that on his radio show on Saturday. Here's some of the highlights from my appearance on 103.7 The Game in Lafayette, Louisiana. Because what's better than spending the Big Ten doctrine with the great people from the South? That's what I was doing. Talking Big Ten football with people all over the country giving them our perspective here from the Locked On Big Ten Show. Because over here in like the heart of Cajun country where we got LSU, the Cajuns, they're all going, relatively speaking, full steam ahead. When you look at the Cajuns, they're playing a couple weeks from now. But the Big Ten, we're wondering, you know, what's going on with this entire situation? And the reports coming out yesterday that the Big Ten is looking at maybe Thanksgiving weekend start as an option for the Big Ten football. Is there any like way that you could see this actually happening? No, if I'm being frankly honest, you do not a chance. I don't understand really the portion of putting it after Thanksgiving weekend and having it in late fall. It's still not the fall season as we know. It's not the fall season that the FEC or some of the other power five conferences are hoping to kick off here in mid September or late September, or like you mentioned with the racing Cajuns, what they're doing, getting ready to play in just a few weeks from now. It's not the same fall season. It's a completely different atmosphere. They would still only be competing against the Big Ten, playing for a Big Ten title. They have no hope of going to the national showdown of the golf football playoff. It makes little sense to me, except for the fact that you have the grandeur of playing after Thanksgiving. You have football played in that winter time. 
again, if you have that start of the season after Thanksgiving, late November, early December, you're still gearing up for training camp here probably by the middle part of October, early October. That's about a month from where we sit right now. If based on what your medical experts and infectious disease experts have been feeding you that you were able to postpone or cancel the fall sports season when you did three weeks ago, what has changed up until about a month from now that would leave you feeling confident in now bringing your programs back on the campus and starting a training camp again? It makes little to zero to no sense to me, and Slim has walked out the door pretty much. And in my opinion, you're seeing a lot of reports now nationally going back on what was reported yesterday about Thanksgiving. Yes, the Big Ten was kind of working through that. But speaking with a lot of the coaches around the conference, a lot of national reporters saying they weren't really clued in on this call. If it happened, they didn't know about it. And they still feel that a January start is probably the earliest we'll see Big Ten football. And I think that that'd be perfectly fine, you know, when it comes to starting in the month of January. But it makes you wonder, why didn't the Big Ten try and do what maybe the SEC and the ACC did and just kind of push the start of the season back to, like, September 26th? That way they can still fall in line. And if anything, obviously, changes in the next, like, couple weeks with everything going on. You let kids back into school. Obviously, right now, Notre Dame is dealing with some stuff. North Carolina, mm-hmm. a lot of other programs across the country are dealing with a, a little bit of an outbreak. But right. you you have to, you want to be able to give yourself enough time to make that decision whether you're going to play on in the fall. You can have give yourself a little bit more of a buffer that way you can see how things go rather than pull the plug completely. Yeah, and that's what's upset a lot of fans about the Big Ten's decision is the fact that they released the modified conference only schedule six days prior to the cancellation of the fall sports season. So a lot of people said. Why even release the schedule? Why go through the trouble of releasing the schedule where you hyped up and highlighted the flexibility of it all? They called it Jenga 41. 41 movable dates where two conference opponents, two common foes, have a common bye week at some point in the season. So if there is a delay from their game, they are able to pretty much plug in place and play later on. It was really a masterclass in the flexibility we all knew we would have to deal with if we were able to have any sort of a successful fall sports season. So they released that, and then six days later, they pulled the plug. So that left a lot of Big Ten fans saying, what the heck are we doing? And really, it's not so much the decision, in my opinion, Clint. I think at this time, if there is uncertainty and you're getting information from people a lot smarter than I, and we're really seeing a scientific process right now for COVID-19 play out in front of us. So a lot of people think it's misinformation, things are changing. No, it's just people uh, studying this novel coronavirus and learning on the fly as we are because it's never been presented before. But what the issue is, and a lot of people are having a hard time wrapping their heads around, is there's been no transparency. There's been no guidance from the Big Ten. That's why you have all of these reports continuously swirling around media members covering the Big Ten because the league office themselves have done an incredibly poor job of being the figurehead of being the frontrunner and releasing the information and releasing that for us so we can see it with our own eyes. Talking right now with Ben Stevens. He is spitting absolute fire right now about what's going on with the Big Ten. And I saw this not long ago. Apparently there have been 25 to 30 football parents of Ohio State heading over to the Horseshoe to kind of be a part of all this, to kind of protest addressing the Big Ten's recently handling of the decision. What are your thoughts on that, seeing the, the Big Ten parents kind of really stepping in to try and get this thing going? I mean, I think they have every right, and that's been the point. If there has been such a lack of transparency coming from Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, and the conference presidents and athletic directors who are still feeling like they're out of the loop of everything, 
If there is no information being fed to the programs, which are then fed to the players, which are then fed to the parents, they have the right to demand some information. They have a right to demand an open line of communication with the league office because right now they are getting nothing. And you are seeing just about an hour ago, outside the horseshoe in Columbus, Ohio, G. Scott Sr., a parent of an Ohio State football player, out there with a rousing speech, pretty much saying, we are the parents wanting to decide what is best for our kids. Kevin Warren himself, as you may know, C.D., has a younger son named Powers Warren who plays for Mississippi State. And, of course, the Bulldogs are getting ready for an SEC season coming up here in just a few weeks. And by all indications right now, Powers Warren will be a part of that Mississippi State roster. So they pretty much said, and G. Scott made a great point, how are you, Mr. Warren, allowing your kid to play and making that decision for your family, but not allowing us to do the same? And that's a valid point. At a certain point, the conference leadership doesn't need to step in and make bigger picture decisions for the entirety of the conference. That they have the right to do, but they need to pack down that information, and they need to let these parents be absolutely in the know and in the loop and seeing this medical advice, seeing the expert advice, and exactly why the Big Ten is afraid of playing a fall sports season. So the parents have every right. What will be accomplished from it? I'm not entirely sure, because still it seems like Kevin Warren and the league offense are kind of running and hiding and not really addressing their concerns. So as you're hearing CD and I talk about right now, so much confusion going on with how the Big Ten handled the decision to cancel a fall sports season. But a place you'll never be met with questions you can't answer. And something that is a certainty when it comes to your diet is Built Bar. And one of the biggest certainties is the fact that it's the best tasting protein bar ever. That is a fact. The improved Built Bar is even deliciouser than it was before. Six new flavors to make up 18 amazing flavors overall. They've got caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Those, there's six new flavors. The 12 originals, the OGs as you know them, coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, coconut, peanut butter brownie. Wow. My mouth is watering, and they water because the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew, and then on top of that, it is perfect for the health-conscious person looking to lose or maintain weight while indulging in the delicious treat. The bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, but they are high in protein, and they are high in fiber. They are good where you need them, and they don't have any of the bad stuff. That is why Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever, really the best protein bar ever. So go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. But it doesn't end there. You can possibly get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. This copy for this ad we've had for two weeks, I'm not sure supplies are lasting. Regardless, though, it doesn't matter when you can get the amazing taste for Built Bar at BuiltBar.com and $10 off when you use the promo code Locked On. And let's just keep it rolling because you know a place that does not lack in transparency where you'll never be left with any questions you can't figure out? Yeah, that's rockauto.com because rockauto.com is a family-run business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. It is convenient and you get the self-service you need at rockauto.com. So go there right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. It is so easy. There are no questions. You see everything right in front of you. And here's the best part. 
everything right in front of you comes with an incredible price tag because the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? That's the hardest question you'll face as you go to Rock Auto because at rockauto.com, there are no hard questions. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you here from the Locked On Podcast Network. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. One time for the jingle to start off your week. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto, rockauto.com. And, you know, it's even more damning when you think about it because this is Kevin Warren. He literally got the job last year, and within a year has kind of looked like, I'd say, and, you know, I'll say this. Kevin Warren, for the most part, to me, at least in the recent months, has reminded me a lot of, like, a Rob Manfred type in terms of a commissioner of the Big Ten where there's not a whole lot of – he hasn't said a damn thing worth worth noting right now. And it's like, why haven't we heard anything – from him or anybody else involved in the Big Ten. Again, like you said, transparency. I think that's the one thing that I like about how things are here with the SEC. They're open and transparent. Uh, They've been busting out updates every single day, giving us an idea of what things are going to look like if we do get to that September 26th date and we're able to start the season without a hitch. Right, absolutely. Greg Sankey has done an incredible job as a conference leader of being that figurehead, the absolute person in your conference that is delivering the message to your schools and everybody following suit. They have put the protocols in place, and so far the SEC has followed. The Big Ten did the same thing. They had protocols for workouts. They had protocols and guidelines for getting back to fall camp. And then it pretty much got switched on 180, and we just said, okay, we're done. So Kevin Warren himself has not looked great at that. At one point of this season, CD, I praised Kevin Warren for being pragmatic. He said when they made the announcement back in early July about Big Ten being the first Power Five conference to move to a conference-only schedule. He said, just because we are making this decision does not mean we will play a football season. Even when they released the actual schedule, the week one matchup, he said, this does not guarantee we play a season. And then, six days later, he cancels the season and doesn't say a damn word except a pre-press release, not fabricated, but a press release, thing that he just had out there, right, ready to go, and did not speak. Had a couple minutes on BTN, where they could have fed him some softball questions, and he really could have gone thoroughly through the decision-making process. Instead, he spoke for a few minutes on the conference network, and that was it. And this is where I get into my rant, and this is what still makes me angry. Because I've been going through the five stages of grief, dealing with the Big Ten canceling their fall sports season. And this is where I'm really in stage two in anger. I always come back to it. It took Kevin Warren eight days since he made that decision to release any sort of words to the Big Ten community, eight freaking days to say something, and that blows my mind. Because it pretty much has allowed us to say, if it looks like crap, it smells like crap, it pretty much is crap. And that has been what it's seen with the lack of transparency. It almost seems like they're doing backdoor deals, and we don't know exactly what's happening. So it's been handled incredibly poorly from the Big Ten leadership. It has been handled absolutely poorly by the Big Ten. And one of the questions that I've just kind of been continually thinking about over the last several weeks is, should there now like be more than ever a push for a czar of college football? Rather than, because, mind you, the NCAA is just as bad when you think about it. They're just letting yeah. the Big Ten, the Pac-12, all, these other, all the conferences 
make a decision rather than one unilateral decision after having a conversation with everybody at the table. Have a conversation with Kevin Warren, Keith Gill, Greg Sankey, all the other commissioners, Bob Bowlesby with the Big 12. Have all these guys in a roundtable or or a giant Zoom call, if you will. Have a conversation with them and have a conversation with the AD separately. That way y'all can all come to one unilateral decision that maybe could have been September 26th as that kind of situation where you put yourself in and you can all follow that similar line and you're not having to kind of scramble because I brought up the Cajuns earlier. They had to scramble to get Iowa State, UAB, and Central Arkansas, who's playing tonight, by the way. You had to scramble to get this whole thing together whenever you could have just said, hey, we're all going to play on September 26th or we're going to wind up pushing it back to the spring because it just looks like the NCAA has, as they like to put it, a lack of institutional control. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think Mark Emmert has the best job in the entire country being the head of the NCAA. He sits in Indianapolis, and he doesn't really do anything about it. He just says, okay, here's some guidelines that we think might be helpful. If you follow them, great. If you don't, well, too bad. I can't really do much about it. What are they doing? They've done absolutely nothing. And we have seen now, even with them canceling the NCAA championships in the fall sports season, that we know that college football runs on its own lever. They can control what they want to do for their postseason. We have the CFP, and we have them making the decision as Division I college football, the FBS football bowl subdivision, going on their own because they always have been able to. And it's crazy to me that the NCAA has never crowned a Division I champion in football. And we have this complete paradigm shift of college football doing whatever they want, and yet we have no sense of unity within college football. It has been widely reported that when Kevin Warren made the decision to go conference only for the Big Ten back in July, that took a lot of the other conference commissioners and caught them off guard. They were not ready for such a decision to be made. They had been meeting, they had been speaking, but they were not ready for the Big Ten to go out and do this. And that, I think, caused quite a schism between the Power Five, which had been pretty united to that point, and then we saw what happened to the ramifications from that, and everybody just acting as their own independent person. My final thoughts on the latest surrounding the Big Ten with my man C.D. from Lafayette, Louisiana, 103.7 The Game, coming up next. And that has led to just the most insanity going on across all of college football because you have certain Power Five conferences like the Big Ten of the Pac-12 getting rid of the fall sports season. You have the SEC progressing at their pace. You have the ACC going differently. I mean, there's... There's nothing. And it leads the student athletes who, that's what everybody said, you know, that's our focus. When the league say we want to cancel and the schools say we're looking out for their best interest, we're focused on the student athletes. It leads them just in a world of questions. How can somebody, a player from Wisconsin, say, okay, we've been following our protocols as well as we can. What are the protocols we have here at Wisconsin that are different at the University of Tennessee that they're moving on and they're playing their football season while we're now sitting at home? It has led to a world of just complete confusion. I'm confused. My head's been rattling straight for about a month trying to follow along with all these storylines, with all these reports, with all the lack of information coming from the Big Ten. It has just been an absolute cluster, and it just has been terribly, terribly done by the Big Ten leadership. And I think you're right, CB. We need an absolute czar of college football, one man who runs all of this Division One. no doubt about it. Exactly. And Ben, thank you so much for coming on, my man. Why don't you tell the people how they can check out the Locked On Big Ten podcast? Yeah, Locked On Big Ten is still going strong. You know, for the five months after the NCAA tournament was canceled back in March, I was building up to the point where getting back to college football. Unfortunately, for the time being, that's not happening. But Locked On Big Ten, you can get it wherever you listen to your podcast. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google, 
all that good stuff. Wherever you listen to your podcast, get it. We're still creating good content, still having a good time with it, trying to keep you entertained, talking to some tastemakers from around the Big Ten, obviously providing the latest updates as we get them of what could happen for a potential Big Ten football season at some point this year. We've got great people from all around the conference, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, providing some great perspective as well. So, CD, I might have to bring you on to hear how it's going down there in Louisiana, and you can actually talk to me about football games. You got a pick tonight for Central Arkansas and Austin Pete? You know, I've got a pick for it. I think I've got to go with Central Arkansas again. I mean, Austin Pete okay. wound up having their coach, who was a former coach of the Cajuns, get fired oh. for a very different reason. Let me just put it this way. The coach for Austin P got fired about like a month and a half ago for reasons that were very different than the last time he got canned. Maybe it was more, more, more along the lines of how he got fired the first go-round when he was at his pre- previous gig before the University of Louisiana. But I've got to go with Central Arkansas having the edge here. Again, they're three-and-a-half-point favorites, and I'm so glad that there are point spreads for football in 2020. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so good. You know, it was incredible. CD, I'm placing my money on Central Arkansas tonight. I'm going to send you the bill if it doesn't work out. Is that okay? That's more than okay, man. I'll, 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 foot, I'll foot the bill. Just make sure you don't bet the bet the house on it. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. No, that's going to be a more like probably just a $500 wager. Oh, come on, that. man. Me, it's really kind of like, no, no, no. It may be 20 bucks at that. And you know what? <laughs> because you were so gracious in having me here, I'll foot the bill for my own bet. You got it. And don't even worry about it. All right, brother. Take it easy. Luckily, you can bet where you're at. I can't because Louisiana hasn't legalized sports betting. Come on, Louisiana. Get it together. Yeah, man. That's the future. We got to keep going. All right. Thanks again, brother. So many thanks, I guess, to my man CD, Clint Doming, for coming on today's podcast, even though he didn't really so much come on here. I came on his radio show, but it's a transverse universe. You know, that's how it works, and we help each other create content. So shout out CD. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Clint Doming. That's C-L-I-N-T-D-O-M-I-N-G-U-E. I I hope it's not Domingue. I don't know. I'm going to go with Doming. Clint, if you hear this and I'm wrong, that's all right. You can correct me, but still give him a follow on Twitter. So, coming up on the rest of the week of the Locked On Big Ten Show, we've got some good content brewing, folks. We're reworking the show a little bit to bring you the information you need and do so in an engaging manner. Because although we will not have the games to talk about, we will not have actual football box scores and data and depth charts to dive through, at least for this time being. There are some storylines, obviously many, many news articles coming out about the Big Ten Conference. We'll keep you up to date on everything, but we're going to do so in an engaging manner. We're going to be bringing this Big Ten community under one umbrella. We've got some exciting things brewing here on the Locked On Big Ten Show across the Locked On Podcast Network as college football is starting to get back across the country. We will glean some of that. We will give you some teams to root for outside of the Big Ten. We will make some parallels, and we will have some fun while doing it. That is my promise to you always here on the Locked On Big Ten Show. We will always have fun with what we are doing for the most part. You know, sometimes we need to have serious conversations. We've had to have a lot of harder conversations over the past month and a half about the Big Ten season and about what would be coming. And then since the ramifications, since the postponement, since the cancellation, you know, we know what it is now. We're going to get back to having some fun, keeping you entertained, keeping you engaged. Because if you give me your time, if you give me 20, 25 minutes, three days a week, potentially five days a week here very soon, I'm going to make sure it's worth your while. That is my promise to you always here on the Locked On Big Ten Show. So, until we talk on Wednesday, have a splendid couple of days. <laughs>